So usually I take this intro and frame a story to get you excited about the episode. But today's episode's a bit different in the sense that, one, we're talking about Mastermind, Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader, which is the name of my new book. It is published with Corwin and the AASA, right? The National Superintendents Association. And I'm just thrilled with what we've created. It is by far the thing I'm most proud of to date in terms of creating. And so this is a fun episode because I sit down with my senior editor, Ariel Curry, and we reveal what it's like (laughs) to create a book. So if you ever wanted to create a book, you'll hear some stuff there. We'll reveal what it's like working with an established book publisher like Corwin and what it's like working with uh, chief ruckus maker, uh, Danny Bauer. That's me. And so, you you know, it's just it's a pretty cool episode because you get the behind the scenes access and really get to hear the story about the story. Uh, so I am super excited to bring this to you today. And I hope you really enjoy listening to this very special episode. And listen, I'm going to straight up just put it out there like I want this book in as many hands as possible. The first goal that I'm going for is to sell 2,500 books and to serve school leaders in that way. So please consider if you've gotten value from this podcast, if you've been listening since day one in September 2015, oh, that makes me think this is like six years. How crazy is that? Uh, We didn't line up the book release with six years uh, anniversary with the podcast, but it just kind of nicely worked out that way. So if you've been listening since the beginning, if you're new to the show today, but you enjoy what you hear, please, please, please go out and grab yourself a copy. Better yet, grab your, your buddy, your colleague, your partner, your team, your school, get them the book, okay? Mastermind Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader and enjoy today's episode. We're going to have a couple quick announcements from our show sponsors, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. Keep making a ruckus. Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and lead your teams with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Get world-class Harvard faculty research specifically adapted for pre-K through 12 schools. Self-paced online professional development that fits your schedule. Apply now for our cohorts at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash Harvard. That's betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash Harvard. Are you automatically tracking online student participation data during COVID? Innovative school leaders across the country have started tracking online student participation using TeachFX because it's one of the most powerful ways to improve student outcomes during COVID, especially for English learners and students of color. Learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer at teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. All students have an opportunity to succeed with Organized Binder, who equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning, whether that's in a distance, hybrid, or traditional educational setting. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. Well, 
Well, hey there, Ruckus Makers. Today's uh, episode is really like a, a special uh, treat. It's a treat for me because I get to hang out with uh, just a wonderful human being. And it's uh, a treat for you because you're going to get a behind the scenes, never heard before look at what it's like to uh, create a book. And we're talking about the new book that's out, Mastermind Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. I hope, I think I had the title right. So, uh, and who's joining me today is Ariel Curry, and she's wonderful. She, um, at the time, was the senior acquisitions editor, I believe, at Corwin and reached out to me to do this uh, project. And now she um, actually helps people in creating their own books, too. And we'll, we'll touch on that towards the end of the show. Uh, but Ariel, welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much, Danny. So exciting to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start at the beginning. I had an, I had an awesome year. I don't remember when you reached out, if it was 2020 or 2019. And I don't know, hopefully this doesn't sound like bragging. I mean, honestly, I don't care because I'm just confident in who I am, but I had a good year in the sense that like, actually everybody that does books reached out to me that year. Like literally I didn't pitch anybody. And if you think of, okay, this guy, yeah. That one, yeah, they all did. But you reached out and and you wanted to do something different. You said, let's write a book about the mastermind. And I'm like, huh, how about that? And so that that put you at the top of the list right away. So my question for you, Ariel, is just like, why this book? Why me? Yeah, yeah. Well, so when I reached out to you, uh, it was at the end of 2019. And I had just started managing Corwin's leadership list. So before that, for the last, or for, you know, about six years before that, I had managed the teaching list. And then when my uh, mentor retired, I was asked to take over the leadership list and I had no idea what I was doing. And so the first thing I did was I looked for podcasts about education leadership because I knew nothing about it. And so yours was one of the first that I found. And I started listening just so that I could learn about education leadership and what ed leaders are looking for and what their challenges are and how I was going to start thinking about what books to put together to serve this audience. And I realized very quickly that you were doing something very cool. It caught my attention. And I remember looking at uh, looking at your website and just thinking, oh my gosh, like this, this guy has such a unique voice and seems to be reaching this group of people and serving them in such an authentic way. And that really appealed to me. And it, it did not take me long to figure out this is someone I want to work with and, and I want him to write a book. And it was honestly just looking around your website that I saw the mastermind and I was like, well, I want to know what that is. And it seems like he's pretty passionate about whatever this mastermind thing is. So why don't I just ask him to do that? (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And here we are. And here we are. Cool. Well, thank you um, for sharing that story. It was certainly, it was certainly an honor, you know, for you to reach out and uh, pitch that idea. And it was a, It was an easy yes. You know, I think it was Derek Sivers who I learned this from. I I love a lot of his ideas. Um, But he said, like, when when it comes to opportunities, if it's not a hell yes, it should be a hell no. Right. And this was like a emphatic, like, heck, yeah, I definitely want to do that. A bit scary if I'm vulnerable, because it's also it's the way I serve and show up for sure. But there's a money component involved, you know, and sometimes that makes things funny a little bit. 
And I, I was, I was really concerned. Like I didn't want to make it a 200 page sales letter. If I'm completely honest, I'm like, well, all right. So how do I talk about my work and how I serve and how I make money, how I put food on the table for my family and still make it super valuable. And that's slimy and salesy and this kind of stuff. I think we figured it out, but I was super worried about that, you know, in, in the beginning. Yeah. And we worked through that in the proposal and in the book itself too, because there were some times when I was a little worried, you know, that it might seem salesy, but I think in the end, you know, you did a great job and, and the book itself has so much value. And that was something that I think is really true to who you are and, you know, all that you offer. So. Brilliant. Cool. All right. Well, the next question I have, uh, <laughs> what's it like working with this dude, Danny Bauer? <laughs> and I'm here. So just let, let it, let it rip. All right. Oh, Don't hold oh, back. I will. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's always full of surprises. I have to say that (laughs) I remember at, at Maya. So, you know, part of the publishing process is as an acquisitions editor, I had to pitch these books to the rest of my team and me coming in this brand new editor to this list. And (laughs) one of my first books that I propose is this mastermind book from this guy who is a totally different kind of voice than we're used to, you know, Corbin's leadership list um, has been built on names like Michael Fullen and Andy Hargreaves and Dennis Shirley and Yang Zhao and all of these, you know, academics and researchers. And, you know, that's an incredible foundation and incredibly important and a super high value, but obviously just a very different voice than the leadership list um, was used to. And then Corwin was used to, And so here I come in with, you know, something completely different. And I think everyone in the room was like, all right, this is going to be the start of something new and exciting. And they, I mean, they loved your voice. I showed them one of your videos, um, just like an intro video that you had on your website. And I think, I think everyone just kind of fell in love and was like, Uh we're, we're ready to try something different. So, yeah, I mean, it, how it was working with you. It was full of surprises. I really appreciate that you challenged me a lot of the time because having been in the publishing world for a long time, you kind of get in a groove, right? And you, you learn what works and you learn what doesn't work. And sometimes that feels a little stale. And so I appreciated that you always had a really fresh approach and you would ask me things like, well, can we try this? Or can we try that? You asked, one of the first things that you asked was, well, could we have the audiobook come out, you know, close to the time of the book launch? And I didn't know. I had to figure that out. And, you know, ultimately we will have the audiobook come out not too long after the print book, which um, was new for Corwin. We had to figure out how to make that happen. Uh, you asked if we could do footnotes in the book and have like these little fun <laughs> stories in the in the footnotes to get people's yeah. attention. And and again, I was like, I don't know, but let's figure it out and make it happen. And so a lot of the process was, you know, I kind of put my faith in you and trusted your instincts to know what would work for your audience. And my team put their faith in me. <laughs> And said, all right, like, this is what we think is going to work. So let's try it. Um, And it was, I think it's turned out beautifully. I'm super excited. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I love what I love things I create, but this for sure is the thing I'm the most proud of to date. Right. It really is. Uh, 
Yeah. So I don't know. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that, but you can't be the chief ruckus maker if you're not challenging the status quo, right? Like that's, that's just how I roll. So um, that's kind of, that's fun hearing back from you. Now you you sort of talked about it generally. I don't know if there's a specific that you remember or if you feel comfortable sharing it, but if there was, if there, can you remember a moment when I might've challenged the way of doing things? You did talk about footnotes, but anything else like come to, come to mind? Um, well, with Amazon, I mean, that was, that was something like you, you asked, you know, if we could do some of the same like sales techniques and marketing techniques that you used, um, with your first book, which was self-published. And so, I mean, that was a good challenge for me too, because I had to find out the answer and I learned something new about publishing and the, our, you know, a traditional publisher's relationship with Amazon, which is we can't make everything happen in the way that we want it to. And we have less control over Amazon than, you know, Amazon wants authors to work directly with them and not go through a publisher. So they allow self-publishing authors to do things that they don't allow publishers to do. And that's just a reality of, of the business and, and part of how Amazon gets their market share, which is valid. So yeah, I, I think that's, you know, just one example. I'm sorry, I kind of disappointed you with that, but. <laughs> no, no, but actually in the moment, you know, I'll challenge you here too. And we don't need the answer, but like literally you reflecting that back to me, I realized that publishers have less control on Amazon as a platform in terms mm-hmm. of um, promotions and things like that. But maybe, and again, we're not going to discuss it now, but uh, just planting a seed and modeling for the listener, you know, what this looks like. What if we just did that type of stuff, like the 99 cent deal or whatever on the Corwin site? Because you, I mean, that's your site. So we could drive traffic there and, and still offer like incredible deals. So maybe, maybe we will, who knows? So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to talk to our marketing <laughs> manager about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I know <laughs> it's all good. Cool. This has been fun so far. My my next question is uh what are you excited about when it comes when it comes to the book and what we've created? Yeah. Well, I I referred to this a little bit earlier. You know, when when I first started, I I saw Corbin's list and the authors that, you know, and I I know and love them all, the the authors that we have published for many years who are incredible. But I also wanted to bring in a new generation of leaders and look for the voices and the people who are making a difference for the future. And I felt like you you were absolutely one of those people. Um, I really wanted to find someone who had a really novel approach and could offer something that wasn't, you know, a new version of the same old thing that other people were offering. Again, I felt like we we have that in mastermind. I saw very quickly as I was doing my research that isolation is a huge issue. I saw very quickly that leader attrition is a huge issue. And I know you and I talked a lot about that when we first talked about, you know, what book, what shape the book would take um, was kind of what problems is this book responding to? Leadership attrition is one of them that, that churn, that rotating, you know, door of, leaders coming in and getting burnt out and leaving again and moving on to the next thing or leaving the profession completely. And I, I feel very passionately that with that problem, positive change is going to be very hard to accomplish. So I wanted some, some book that proposed hopefully a solution to that. And I felt like mastermind is it. I mean, gathering 
gathering leaders together in a way that they get support and they find inspiration and motivation to do what's best for kids and to make hard choices if they need to, to deal with challenges like the pandemic. (laughs) I mean, I don't see how, I don't see how you can thrive in an atmosphere filled with all of the challenges that schools are filled with, without a support group. And so when I saw Mastermind and and started to really understand what you were going after, I I just felt so strongly, this is something that the world needs, that education leaders absolutely need. So that made me really excited. Yeah, yeah. And you sat in on a Mastermind too, I remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, what What did you notice? If you can remember back then, I don't know. It was a while ago. Yeah, I was still in Scotland. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, I think what I what I remember being surprised by was how open and vulnerable people were. Just seeing and and how um how welcoming they were too. I mean, I there was no <laughs> really I, I always just want to be kind of the fly on the wall, mm-hmm. but there was nowhere for me to hide. And no. the expectation there's no hiding. of no, there's no hiding in the mastermind, even if you're a guest. And I mean, we went into like breakouts and I remember people were like, Ariel, tell us what, you know, tell us what you're yeah. doing and, and what your story is. And everyone was super welcoming. And I could tell with the vulnerability and just the depth of discussion. I mean, you could you could tell that there was a level of trust that had been created and was operating for a while so yeah. that when you entered into that space, there was almost like a sacredness about it where it was like, okay, the expectation here is that you are going to be honest. You're going to be authentic. You're going to own up to whatever you need to own up to. We're going to challenge you in a loving way. And you're, we're all going to make progress together and we're all committed to each other's progress. Hmm. I love that reflection. You gave me goosebumps. So that was pretty cool. Aww. Thank you for that. <laughs> Well, again, uh, you know, talking about the book, just shared what you're excited about. Uh, it, it might be a similar answer, but what are you most proud of now that we've we've created it? Time of this podcast coming out, it is available. So, what are you most proud of? Yeah, well, from a, from an editor's like from my career standpoint, you know, editors. What makes editors proud is the people that they've gotten to work with and the voices that they've been able to help elevate. So what I'm most proud of is just the fact that I got to work with you. It almost doesn't matter what the book was. It it helps that the book, I think, really is the right work at the right time. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I've loved working with you. And I know that, you know, our friendship and working relationship will continue. It'll evolve in in the coming years. And um, but yeah, I'm, I'm most proud that I got to work with you and that I, I, you know, brought you into the Corwin fold. That's a, <laughs> feels like a big win for me. But then obviously, I mean, I love the book itself. I also wanted to say the cover is one of my Isn't favorite cool? covers. <laughs> oh yeah. I love the cover. Oh my gosh. When I remember you said, when we were talking about, you know, what should the cover look like? You were like, tell the designer if they could design anything and it's like their favorite book they've ever worked on, just do that. (laughs) And I told the designer exactly that. And she was like, wow, no one's ever said that before. (laughs) How, like sometimes, I don't know. That's amazing to me, you know, like how, how, 
to me, that's an obvious thing to tell a designer, but huh. No, I mean, a lot of authors come into it kind of feeling like, I, you know, they have an, they have an idea in their head of what they want. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of them are, are very committed to that vision. Yeah. So it was, it was nice to have that much freedom, I think. Interesting. You know, and so it's like some behind the scenes stuff too, from me out of, out of my head, let's get it out of my head. Like you remember when we started the project too, I, I paid my designer friend, Michael, who's designed yeah. all my podcast covers, the mastermind logos, the all the swag you can get at the BLBS store. He's my guy. He designed a cover right when we started working on the project because I got this from Michael Hyatt years ago, but he, he created a, a yeah, a mock-up cover. And he, he wrote on their bestseller. It was just part of his morning routine and visualization process, which is very positive. You can you need to visualize yourself being a success. Then you need to go do the work too, right? It's not just like thinking and dreaming about it, but that's, that's on my um, screen and it still is. And so every single day I see that, I see that cover to motivate myself, right? So Maybe maybe the designer um, in Corwin internally looked at that and got some ideas, but yeah, I want I wanted them to unleash their creativity. So, and then back a few questions ago, you were talking about it's full of surprises and this kind of stuff and challenging the status quo. I'm I didn't know what to expect uh, in this working relationship, and I was my my only concern was like, will it be too stiff and you know will it become too vanilla, so to speak, and that kind of stuff. And I just want, I want to make an impact. I want the work to stand out. And honestly, what's wild, like, I think most of the requests, if not all that I floated out there, uh, happened, you know, like you said, usually you don't do footnotes, but we did them and there's a bunch and, you know, just everything about it. So, um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure working with you. My last question is just essentially the ruckus maker who's listening right now. What's just the one thing you want them to to really know about the book um, prior to them going out and buying it? Yeah, yeah. Good question. Um, I want ruckus makers to know that this is directly for them. I mean, a lot of school leadership books are for changing your school in some way. They're about helping your students, which this is but this is really for you. This is for you as a school leader to become your best version of yourself. And that's something that you don't see in a lot of school leadership books that are out there. And I've, I've read a ton of them. (laughs) I've published a ton of them. I know that for a fact, this is not a message that you see in a lot of other places, but this is, this is a book that is for your improvement, your professional learning, and you will be a better leader for experiencing this book. And what I love too is that this is this is a replicable system. This is something, you know, you can take the ideas from this book and and start implementing them right away. And we know that it works. There's proof of efficacy, right? You have so many anecdotes and stories um and anyone who wants to can just listen to your podcast or, you know, look at your blog or Here's so many stories of people who have been in the mastermind and can say, we know this works. This is how my life has been changed. And I love that we have so many of those stories all throughout the book. And then again, you know, 
I, I don't think anyone who listens to this podcast will be surprised to hear, but there's tons of humor and fun challenges and even some prizes. I think there's some pizza, there's pizza. waiting in store. <laughs> <laughs> there's some pizza for a, for a lucky listener, for a lucky reader. So yeah, there's a, there's some fun stuff in store. And I, I love that you have, have all of that packed into, to one book that will be fun for leaders to read and we know will make an actual impact. Brilliant. Cool. Well, we're going to pause here just for a moment for a message from our sponsors. And when we return, the roles will be reversed. The interviewer becomes the interviewee. And so uh, if you want to hear Ariel ask me some juicy questions regarding the book, stick around. Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and empower your teams with Harvard Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Get online professional development that fits your schedule. Courses include leading change, leading schools, leading people, and leading learning. Apply today at betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash Harvard. That's betterleadersbetterschools.com forward slash Harvard. During COVID, every teacher is a new teacher. That's why innovative school leaders are turning to TeachFX, whose virtual PD is equipping thousands of teachers with the skills they need to create engaging, equitable, and rigorous virtual or blended classes. To learn more about TeachFX and get a special offer, visit teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. That's teachfx.com forward slash BLBS. Today's show is brought to you by Organized Binder. Organized Binder develops the skills and habits all students need for success. During these uncertain times of distance learning and hybrid education settings, Organized Binder equips educators with a resource to provide stable and consistent learning routines so that all students have an opportunity to succeed, whether at home or in the classroom. Learn more at OrganizedBinder.com. All right, and we're back with uh, Ariel Curry, a uh, friend and editor at Corwin, and now helping people design and create their own uh, books through book coaching. And uh, she's now going to ask me some questions regarding our latest project. Yeah, Danny. So I want to know, why did you want to write this book? I mean, it sounded like from what you said earlier, you hadn't really thought about a book around mastermind until I pitched it to you. But what was your thought there? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So like the cheeky answer is why not write it? Cause you asked. So, <laughs> but uh, listen, like I actually never thought about writing a book uh, regarding the mastermind. Cause I couldn't get out of my head. Like, how do I do that in a way that is super valuable and of service to ruckus makers versus Hey, here's a thing. And it does cost money, you know, at least if you work with me. And so I've, you know, the, the, the roadmap is just like basically a whole bunch of like really cool ideas that work. There was another book I was working on that was more about uh, like productivity kind of focus type of deal. And so anyways, I, I actually didn't have this idea, but when you said it, it made a lot of sense. Like I said, rose to the top of the list of what I should do. And it's just like, I want to take on that challenge and figure it out. Because if we figure it out, right, and create something of massive value, what next? Like, what changes? And I, 
I got from the infinite game from Simon Sinek, this idea of a just cause. It's like this really ambitious vision that actually probably will never be achieved. And the just cause that I wrote down is to connect, grow and mentor every single school leader who wants to level up. Well, obviously I can't work with every school leader, but if I partner with you and do this podcast, that's a way to make the just cause, you know, happen. Or if I point people to, you know, Jethro Jones or Will Parker and Jen David Lang, they actually all have masterminds too. That's great. Every, and you know my motto, everybody wins when a leader gets better, everybody wins when you get better. And so anyways, that that's why I wanted to do it, right? Put these ideas out there. I don't, it's a high level, like it will, you can practically apply it and change your environment like immediately right away. And some people might start masterminds. They'll level up the professional development that they offer within their schools. They might use it as a lens to evaluate uh, opportunities they would enroll themselves in. And then a few of them might end up working with me too. And that's going to be really cool. So yeah, that's why I said yes. (laughs) I love it. And I feel like I should ask too, how how was it working with me since you asked me that question? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was a really super enjoyable experience. I do consider you a friend and I've, I've um, just really enjoyed, you know, our, our, our time together. And then your expertise, you know, and understanding like what makes a solid book, right? And how like the process of creating it and that kind of thing. The first time I, and I hired experts, I had professionals, but this is a different, this was a different flavor and experience. And I, I learned so much. Um, so just being able to tap into your wisdom, right. And, and, uh, and getting candid feedback, like when you told me my organization sucks, right. Remember that? And so, <laughs> but remember but, that Ariel? <laughs> <laughs> I love that story so much, but honestly that, that challenge, and you didn't say that, but that's what I've heard. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that, that challenge had me walk away from the book and really think about what makes the mastermind a special thing. You talked about kind of like the sacredness or people that are, you know, they're super interested in welcoming um, and they're vulnerable and they, they let it all hang out and ask for help. Like, how do we do that? For me, it's like riding a bike. It just happens. And it's because of who I am and how I was created. But to be able to communicate to others, you got to be better than that. So we came up with a framework, right? The ABC is a powerful professional development. And then that became the structure of the book and it just works, right? And and that's why the mastermind works. When you have integrated into your uh, experience, more authenticity, belonging and challenge, it leads to life and leadership transformation. And I, I think that's going to be a, a remarkable idea that spreads by word of mouth and uh I don't know that we would have arrived at it if you didn't challenge me. So thank you. Good. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a big part of, you know, how I see my job as an editor is to yeah, to look for the places where where something might be weak and where people could poke holes in it yeah. because I want to make sure that it's strong. I want to make sure that you've got the absolute best, you know, best book that you can. Right. And I think we I think we have that now. For sure. So I mean, and that's it was also really gratifying for me to see you take on that challenge and say, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I can figure this out. And you did like that. So I might've been the instigator and I might've, you know, given you that challenge, but you rose up to meet it. And you actually said, yes, took on that challenge, did the work and you found the solution. So that was really exciting for me to see 
to see you grow in that way as an author, because that's when I'm doing my best work as an editor is in making you shine as an author. Yeah, for sure. And you helped me level up as well in terms of uh, just research. Cause I mean, quite honestly, I could care less. <laughs> like I just don't, it's not interesting to me. And that's not how I teach. I teach through story. And I'm also in, now that you're doing your own thing too, you should check out everybody listening too, but I'm giving you just a little, little seed plant here. Dan Sullivan at strategic coach is just a, a great mind when it comes to business, but also leadership. And he, he keeps talking about how uh, we're in the results business, right? Um, you could do, you could trade time, right? For, for hours or excuse me, time for like money and that kind of stuff and whatever, or you could play a different game and just say like, I'm going to create results. Right. And so that's a strength because it, it works. Um, but for some people, they do want it grounded in research and why does it work and that kind of deal. And so uh, that was that was hard uh, and a new skill for me as well. But I think we pulled it off and and I'm grateful that we did that because now I actually have a better understanding of why some things work as well or the the seriousness of like the problem, you know, through through our research uh, found out in 2020, uh, NAESP and the Learning Policy Institute, for example, surveyed a whole bunch of hundreds and hundreds of school leaders. They found out, like, listen to this, that school leaders, one, uh, one out of every four school leaders basically had access to a mentor or coach just once, you know, in the last two years. How are you going to improve schools if they don't have coaching and mentors and this kind of stuff? And, and it's the majority of people don't like that is tragic. And so anyways, putting those things out there and having people think about that, yeah, not adding any anything to it. That's just subjective data on its own. It really makes you think, you know, and uh, yeah, obviously that's why we're where we're at and why the mastermind is so important. Yeah. And I think that is exactly why this book appealed so much to like AASA, the association of, you know, school superintendents too. Right. And, you know, they're, they're co-publishing the book. I know you've announced that (laughs) before and it's really, really exciting, but I think that is exactly what appealed to them about your book was the fact that it does address that problem. And you did do, you know, you looked into the research and you really wrestled with what was going on. I think that that depth is is what a lot of leaders really need. Yeah. And you you mentioned a, a re- retention and attrition rates and that kind of thing. And I don't have this stat memorized, but I do remember that uh, I think it was in Texas. They like they can do what they want. I mean, this Texas, that's that's what that's how they roll. But they they surveyed literally all their principals and they found when principals leave their school, they're actually not going to another school. The majority of them are just they're out out for good. That also is a big problem. Right. And so when you're talking about AASA, we have a potential solution, right? That That is a high quality um, professional development experience. And for savvy districts that want to keep their people engaged, challenged, growing and keep them around as well, Mastermind is a really awesome opportunity. Yes, definitely. So Danny, my last question, I, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be a good acquisitions editor if I didn't ask this, but what, what, do you, what are you thinking about for your next book? Yeah. So um, it's funny that you mentioned it today. I know this will release in, in a month, but I actually have a call scheduled with uh, Glenn Robbins, uh, who's a superintendent in New Jersey. Like you, we are both huge fans of Stoic philosophy. And 
I don't know. You would know better than me. But has there been a book written targeting school leaders on how they might apply stoic thinking into their craft? And I don't know if we'll be able to pull it off or not. I don't think Glenn's written a book yet, uh, but he's super smart and just awesome guy. It would be fun to collaborate with. So it might be that potentially. I love that. No, I, as far as I know, that hasn't been done either. I've thought about it before and, you know, just didn't really have the right authors or kind of the right time opportunity uh, to pursue that further. So I think it's a great idea. We should, uh, let, let's talk more about that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I have, and I've always wanted to do poetry. So I don't, that's more of a risk, maybe um, certainly more creative, you know, so I, I don't know what that might look like to do for school leaders, like a um, collection of poems for them to, to encourage them, right? And to have them reflect. And then I've always been into comics. Did you know my first job was at a comic book store? No, I didn't know that. Fed Dutchie's comic book shop, you know, in Palatine, <laughs> Illinois. And Chuck Furman was the owner. And I used to go there every single day, Ariel, every day, literally every day after after I did my homework, wow. I went there. And uh, I think I probably really, really annoyed Chuck. And since I was there every single day, um, starting in, I don't know, fourth or it's certainly sixth grade, I think maybe sixth grade. I'd just be in there looking at comics, baseball cards, et cetera. And he's like, dude, do you just want to work here? Like, <laughs> like you're here every day what if you counted inventory? And so I would count how many Spider-Man, Superman, tell him, and then he could predict like how many comic books to buy for three months out. And then he'd pay me $20. He'd pay me in pizza. So that's why pizza's in the book. <laughs> and he would uh, let me go home with as many comics as I could read. And what a treat. And he taught me about life. He taught me about like blues and great music. He brought me to my first concert. My mom asked him to, and it was Aerosmith, Eat the Rich. Can you believe that? <laughs> what a great concert. That's yeah. an epic first concert experience. It was pretty <laughs> epic. And, uh, and so that was, that was wild. So I share that story because I don't know if there's a way to, I don't know, figure out some sort of like graphic novel or comic type thing. That would be fun. And maybe it combines with the Stoke idea or maybe not. I don't know. So that's something. I've always, in the last ideas, I've always wanted to do some sort of like fictional tale, kind of like how Lencioni, you know, does, does his stuff. But that, these are all creative risks, right? I don't ever want to do like the same thing again. I want to do different. And so, yeah, those are the books in my mind right now. That's awesome. Well, I'd be super curious to hear from like listeners, kind of which of those ideas they like best and what direction they think would be most helpful. That would be really cool feedback to get. Actually, it would. Yeah. So if you have an idea and you've listened to this and you heard about those uh, those book ideas that I have, uh, email me, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com and tell me which book you want me to potentially create next. So, all right. Um, before we go, Ariel, you, you're helping people with um, book coaching. And so that's awesome. And congrats going out on your own. That is like, I, I don't know. I love that so much. Uh, and can you tell us a little bit about how you serve and where can people find more info about you? Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I love Corwin and I loved being there for eight and a half years, but you know, I really wanted to be able to help more people write books. There's, you know, a publisher just has so many inherent limitations because it is a business. 
And I wanted to be able to say yes to working with more amazing authors and people. So that's what I'm doing now. And um, you can find more information on my website. It's arielcurry.com. And um, yeah, I have a weekly newsletter that I send out supporting authors and helping hopefully to inspire writers uh, to actually go forth and write that book that you've always wanted to write. So that's what I'm doing now. And I absolutely love it. Awesome. So Ruckus Maker, if you've ever wanted to write a book, but you don't know where to start, Ariel is your person. So check her out at arielcurry.com. That'll be linked up for you in the show notes too. So you can just click and head over there. Uh, And then last but not least, buy the book, buy Mastermind Unlocking Talent Within Every School Leader. It's available everywhere you could get books. Um, But if you go to the Corwin website, uh, summer 21, I think, I know the code's still good now. Do you know if it's working when the book releases? I don't know. I think it actually ends end of August. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, suckers. No, no more, uh, no more summer 21, but <laughs> no, there's, there's always a new one. So, uh, there's always so a new one. by the time, by the time this comes out, we'll make sure you have it in the show notes. Okay, cool. So whatever the code is, yes, we commit, we'll have it in the show notes and that'll get you a nice little discount and probably uh, free shipping, maybe pizza. You never, ever know. And the last thing I want to say, uh, actually two last things. One, if you'd like to taste it before you uh, invest in the entire entire book, you could go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash free chapter and download a, a sample uh, introductory chapter. And then just thank you for listening, right? Thank you for leading. And uh, we love you because you're a ruckus maker. So bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.